In every real estate transaction, something comes up that the buyer or seller may have a question about. But in the heat of the moment, the question goes unanswered. Each episode, I talk with real estate experts and real estate vendors to provide a look at what goes on behind the scenes in the real estate world to get you answers. I blend in local Santa Cruz history, add some tips and tricks, all designed to help you be successful in your next real estate project. Tell your friends you can't talk right now because you are with The Realtor Lady. Today's video is six questions you must ask before choosing a realtor. And a few of them are very specific to Santa Cruz. And I'm going to explain why. Hi, I'm Michelle Flogel with Coldwell Banker Realty. And I have a couple tips for you when you are choosing a realtor. And I think a few of them, I'm going to make clear why you would want to make it area specific. We're going to talk about Santa Cruz. The first one I think is a really good question is how long have you been in the business? I myself have been in the business 20 years and there's a couple things that work there. First off, I know the market. A lot of times I know the houses, I know the neighborhood, but more importantly, I know other agents. And I have a good networking with other agents. I know them. I know their style. And I also can use them for information like, hey, you just sold one last week. What did you get for it? You know, because it typically takes 30 days for a sale to close, but you're ready to sell now and you want to know what that one went for. I might be able to find out based on my relationship with that agent alone. So time does really help. Now, newer agents can be a bit more aggressive and they they definitely work very hard, but I always believe a seasoned agent is really a good way to go. So how long you've been in the business is probably the very first question. Number two is what percentage is your business working with home buyers or home sellers? Now, this isn't really area specific, but I do have an opinion about this. I think a lot of industry pundits always tell people you should hire a listing agent or you should hire a buyer's agent. Now, both of them are very good when you get them individually, but I also work both sides and I think it gives a good perspective on what the seller is thinking about if you're a buyer or what the buyer is thinking about if you're a seller. Because if a seller says to me, do I need to remodel the kitchen? And I say, Nah. You know, most buyers today are just so happy to get in a home. If it's clean and they can move in and then figure out what they want to do later, it's really okay. Or man, buyers buyers just don't like green shag carpet. And I know this specifically that even as an as-is sale, that that may not be a good thing to do to leave, even if they're going to take it out. And then, you know, for, for sellers, I can say, this is what buyers like. And then for buyers, I can say, you know, today's seller, they know that they don't really have to put a whole lot in the house and they're probably going to expect you to take it as is. The trick is to understand where your as-is point is. And then, you know, you can kind of give them perspective on what's happening on both sides. So I, I personally, I like to do both and I think it serves both buyer and seller. How many clients are you currently working with? Again, not area specific, but it kind of could be, you know, here in Santa Cruz County, from the very, very bottom of Watsonville to the top of Boulder Creek can be a good hour and a half to two hours on the road. So knowing that where that agent works specifically, where that agent actually has the most clients. You know, some years I have a lot of clients in Boulder Creek and in Watsonville, and I let them know up front 
upfront, hey, I have a listing I'm servicing here. And, you know, that way they get an idea of what my timelines look like. Now, of course, I'm on the road and I can talk the whole time, which makes it really easy. But that's also a time crunch. And you might want to know about that. And then how many clients are you actively working with? Well, I think as an independent agent with a transaction coordinator, that's the person who does all the paperwork, that uh, six to seven is really good for me at all times. And I do very well with that. I can get up to eight, but 10, oh my gosh, last summer I had 10 and I had a transaction coordinator and I had kind of a part time assistant and it was bonkers. So I don't limit it, but I always try to keep that in mind because if I do feel like I'm going to get a little busy, I start putting feelers out who I can hire to help me. There's teams and then there's individuals. So that will play in that too. The next one is, do you work independently or do you work in a team? You know, um, I, I, like I said, I'm an independent agent, but buyers and selling teams, they have a multitude of people. And a lot of times they have kind of the person who brings in the client and then the team kind of services either that listing or the buyer. That That's just your, that's just your style. And you want to just know how they do it because sometimes a team will use the personality to bring the client in and then have the team take over. Now, if you want to be with that agent more and you don't want to be serviced by the team, that's something you're going to want to know up front. And that's something that I tell you to ask, is that how they do it? How often will you keep in contact with me during the buying process or the selling process? Well, you know, that is something that you actually kind of sit and talk about how often people want to know, you know, I have sellers and buyers that really just, just tell me about the important stuff. I'm too busy and that, you know, I'm going to do of course, but sometimes the, the little nuances, they just don't want to know, like, you know, we had an agent show it today and they didn't really have any interest. Well, you're, you're busy as a seller. Do you really want to know? Does that mean that you're not getting the right feedback on your property? Or do you want to know after a week of all those showings and the summation? And then how do you want that information? Do you want to text, email? Do you want a phone call? You can actually drive that conversation less than a question, but this is what I would like. And it's really helpful to actually, when you're hiring that real estate agent, is you're setting up how you want to have the really... Uh, how you want to have the transaction go. And it's it's just it's just always really, really good to have all that outlined. Now, some of that really had to do with Santa Cruz because the other part of, it's not one of the questions that people normally ask, but I kind of think they should do is, are you part-time or are you full-time in Santa Cruz? Because this is a hard area to live and work in and your agent may have another job or they might like to surf or they like, might like to hike or they might like to fish or they might like to bike ride and they may be out of range more than you like. So those are all things that you should check into when you're hiring an agent in Santa Cruz. Michelle at Local Coldwell Banker, like, comment, subscribe. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, bye.